audio-only version of American RVer. To see the video podcast, go to AmericanRVer.com and click on the video link for the show on the homepage. We're happy you could join us for this edition of American RVer. We travel to Yuma, Arizona and end up in prison, and not just any prison. On the banks of the mighty Colorado River sits the Yuma Territorial Prison in the Yuma Crossing National Heritage Area. Our prison guide is curator Tina Clark. Tina takes Peggy on an interesting tour and tells us all some wonderful stories. So strap on your six-shooters and travel back to 1876 with us. Welcome to this edition of American RVer. I'm your host, Peggy Gritch. And today, it has finally happened. Jim and I are in prison. That's the Yuma Territorial Prison in Yuma, Arizona. And joining me today is the curator of the prison. And Tina Clark is going to talk to us about what this prison meant in, we can't say colonial times, but we can say territorial times. Yes. And how it's transpired and transformed in what it is today. Thanks for joining me today. You're welcome. Okay, so we're standing in the Sally Port. Yes. What is that? The Sally Port is named in Spanish. Salir Porta, and that means to leave, the Porta is the door. So you would enter and exit the prison. It's the, you come in, you might stay for 20 years, and when the day you're released, you exit through this door. And it, it actually, we have a saying in English called to sally forth into freedom. And that was really how it all, how that came. Right. Now this prison was built in what, 1876? Yes, it actually, right? they started construction here in 1875. And the first prisoners moved in uh, permanently in 1876. Now Yuma is a really cool town today and a lot of winter visitors come here. So if you're in your RV, it's, chances are you've come to Yuma for the beautiful weather. Yes. But back in the 1800s, what was in Yuma? Well, the, the thing that put Yuma on the map was really its location. And the location of this prison, it's sitting on a landform. It's called a granite outcropping. Okay. And, right and of course, the big deal in Yuma, even today, is the Colorado River. And it used to be called the Mighty Colorado. So we're sitting on the one half of the form, the granite outcropping that forms the narrows of the mighty Colorado River. And across the river, the other granite outcropping is where Fort Yuma hmm. was and the first mission uh, called St. Thomas Mission. Okay. So we are really at the epicenter of commerce, early commerce. If you wanted to go to the gold fields, you literally could not cross the Colorado River on your own. We had a rope ferry here. Oh, no kidding. And upriver, you see this beautiful Gila Valley. It was a floodplain. And literally, once the floodwaters receded, it was nothing but quicksand. Oh, I would hate to have found that out yes. myself. Yes, yes. So, the, uh, literally, the river was 
compressed here through these two granite outcroppings, the river got deep, it picked up speed, and consequently, no more quicksand. However, it would be tough to swim across. Right, because the current was current strong. was very, very strong. So the rope ferry was set up, and there was, you think, well, rope ferry, that you're going to pull your way across the river. Literally, the river was so strong, they had a keel on it, and it, the, the current drove the rope ferry right across the river, and the rope just held it in place. Oh, no kidding. Yes. Well, I guess with commerce comes crime. Yes. <laughs> and that's why you needed the prison? Well, here's the thing. Very few people from Yuma were in this prison. It was the Arizona Territorial Prison. Okay. So what was going on oh. in the early days was that each town had a small jail. It might be a little warehouse or an ice house or something, and everybody was breaking out. So the territorial legislature in about 1874-75 started talking about Arizona. What are we going to do? It's going to be a permanent, it might be a state someday. So here's what they needed. They needed a university, they needed a state capital, and they needed a jail, a prison. <laughs> so literally, Yuma got the prison. Uh, you know, we, we have U of A at, in Tucson. Mm -hmm. So they divvied it up, and Yuma, it, it was a little bit underhanded. There was some sneaky stuff, but Yuma ended up with the territorial prison. And they'd put it on this bluff, because it was very well contained? Yes, and the Gila, the Gila River was running on one side and the Colorado on the other. And this was the confluence of the Gila River with the mighty Colorado. So you were surrounded by, uh, uh, by water on two sides. You had the little village of Yuma and you had this powerful river and desert. Okay. So it was really an interesting place. It would be very hard to escape from. That was a consideration. Yeah. Hey, did we have anybody famous, a Western famous person, stay at this prison? Pro well, let me just <laughs> say this so that you know the breadth of the prison. It was open for 33 years. They incarcerated over 3,000 prisoners, 29 women. Oh, women and men together? No. No. The women were always kept se okay. separate. And there was one character that actually got solitary confinement for two weeks for trying to literally break into the women's cell block. <laughs> so um, this, it was a big economy here in Yuma. Hmm. So it, they, the people of Yuma wanted the prison because it was the very best job you could have. Oh. The guards were paid $95 a month. Uh, and they met a lot of interesting people, one of which, the infamous Pearl Hart. She was the prisoner of prisoners. So here is her story. Pearl Hart and her boyfriend, Joe Boot, robbed the last stage coach in Arizona. The one and only time a woman was a stagecoach robber. Hmm. So she and Joe wanted to get out of town in Globe, Arizona. Up in the mountains. So, yes. So they decided they could hold up the stage 
get on a train and just get out of town. So out right outside of Globe, the stagecoach, they were kind of hiding on a curve. They shot, a sh Joe Boot shot the shotgun that they had over the driver's head. He pulls up on all the horses. Pearl gets uh, the, the passengers out of the, you know, the stagecoach and pr promptly removes all of their money, their jewelry, and she got a Colt 45 off of a very prominent Chinese businessman. Hmm. She was 21. She weighed about 95 pounds. <laughs> and she had a mask over her face, but everybody knew it was a girl. And she became known as the girl bandit. Okay. So the sweet thing about Pearl, she took everything they had, and at the end of her robbery, she, in her, her holdup, let's call it a holdup, she gave everyone one dollar back so they could buy lunch at the next stop. She didn't want to... <laughs> what yeah. a kind soul. Wasn't she great? <laughs> so to make, you know, to cut to the chase, they were hiding, they were taking a nap under a tree and a couple of days later and were captured and uh, they both were found guilty. They were tried separately, but she became a celebrity prisoner. Why? She captured the hearts of America and Cosmopolitan Magazine covered her story, but they serialized the story in three issues. Oh boy. So you read a little bit, yeah. then you had to go wait the whole month and buy <laughs> another. And so she really was hard on the wardens here because the train came into Yuma, the first stop, the train coming from the west. So the train service was great in Yuma. So New Yorkers, New York Times, they were coming to interview her. Oh, no kidding. And she, they finally said, we gotta, she's got to go. She did not serve her, her full sentence. Joe Boot escaped after six months, never to be heard from again. But the rest of the story is that Pearl took her crime on the vaudeville stage in New York, and she was a terrible actress. <laughs> they were, she was booed off the stage because they had taken the story and made it so fabulous. And here's this skinny little woman, 23 or 24, not a great actress. Yeah. But she really helped put Yuma on the map. I see. That is for sure. Yeah. Well, there's some interesting history then in this little yes. town. Well, tell me about the prison cells in, uh, in the prison. I know the prisoners helped build them. Uh, are we going to get to go see those? Yes. Okay. I definitely want to show you the prison. Well, let's do that. Let's okay. go take a look at the prison cells and okay. then we'll come back. All right. All right. Should we back? Are they this way? We head for the Yuma Territorial Prison Jail Cells next. Want to replace your halogen or fluorescent lights with cool, energy-efficient LEDs? Then check out www.ledrvlighting.com. They specialize in interior LED RV lighting with low prices, a good selection, and